Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Important King. And before we do get into the story, it does contain talk of miscarriage, drug addiction, and alcoholism. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's titled, Would I Be the Arsehole? For not going to my boyfriend's brother's wedding in Italy. I'm going to try and make this as short as possible, but there is a lot of important details, lol. So first, I want to give a little bit of backstory. My boyfriend, 27 male, and I, 25 female, have been together for almost five years. Our anniversary is next month. My boyfriend's brother, Mitch, 30 male, and his girlfriend, Ashley, 29 female, have been together for two years. My boyfriend's older brother Tom, 29, and his fiancée Alexis, 27 female, have been together for over 10 years and they are getting married in Italy this September. We live in the US. Alexis and I used to be fairly close, but we had an argument a while back that we never got over. I was pregnant at the time and ended up having a miscarriage and she told my boyfriend's family that she thought I was lying about ever being pregnant. She still, to this day, swears I lied about being pregnant and when I asked her why she believes that, she said, I have a master's degree in psychology. I can tell when people are lying. So for the past two years, we have just stayed civil at family events, but we stay out of each other's way. When they announced that they were getting married in Italy and it would be a 10-day trip and they expected the whole family to be there, my boyfriend and I were already annoyed because we planned to take a long vacation elsewhere for our anniversary this year. We aren't able to do both because of money and not having enough PTO at our jobs but we decided to get over it since it's their wedding and it's more important than our anniversary trip. When we received the wedding invitation, it only said my boyfriend's name, but on the RSVP website, it gave him an option for a plus one. So I just assumed that it would be the same for my boyfriend's brother Mitch's invitation, but his actually said Mitch and Ashley on the invitation in the website. So my boyfriend asked Tom why my name wasn't on there, but Ashley's was, and Tom said there must have been some kind of mistake with the company they use for the invites. And he told my boyfriend that I was invited too. And a few weeks later, Mitch and Ashley told my boyfriend and I that Alexis told them she purposely did not put my name on the invitation because she doesn't like me and she thought it would be funny. I feel like that's a really immature and petty thing to do. And I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a 10-day trip to Italy for someone's wedding who disrespects me like that. Would I be the asshole for not going? I hope this is enough info. Please feel free to ask any questions. And then there was a lot of people asking about why she thought Alexis might have been faking her pregnancy. And Opie says, no, no offense taken. She suspected I was lying because my boyfriend and I were on a break and she thought I was faking a pregnancy to get back together with him. But the break was mutual and I hesitated even telling him that I was pregnant because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. When I finally told him I was fully prepared to deal with the pregnancy while still taking our needed break apart. But it ended up bringing us closer together. 
and we unfortunately witnessed the miscarriage together and it was very traumatic for both of us. Next one says, he stuck up for me. He witnessed the miscarriage with me and it was super traumatic for both of us. He's never been the same with her since then either. He just watches what he says to her because his brother has anger problems and would cause a scene. I think my boyfriend's brother believed her, but no one else in the family did. My relationship with the rest of his family is great. I love them all. They just have a hard time sticking up to her because her and Tom are the only ones with kids out of all the siblings. And she has not allowed family members to see her children in the past because of disagreements. It's very sad. And some information on Alexis's relationship with the rest of the family and says, yes, thank you for asking this. This is a big detail I forgot to mention. The rest of the family, except for a select few, do not like her. She has caused drama with everyone in the family at least once. And right now, my boyfriend's mother and her are not on speaking terms. My boyfriend's mum was considering not going to the wedding as well, but does not want to miss out on her son getting married, so she is going to go. Everyone is pretty much on my side, but a lot of people are scared to say anything to her because of how Tom will react, and they don't want Alexis to prevent them from seeing her. Who are both under five years old, which she has done to family members in the past. And another detail I left out, Alexis makes Ashley feel very uncomfortable every time they are around each other. Mitch's ex-fiance and Alexis are very good friends and every time Alexis gets a little drunk at family gatherings, she brings up Mitch's ex to Ashley and says how she misses her and how close they were. But Ashley avoids Alexis at all costs now. Someone had checked OP's post history and realized that they were talking about an abusive boyfriend who cheats and emotionally abuses her. But apparently the post would delete it. They're no longer there. But OP responds saying, not to be the girl that's like he's changed, but there's really no other way to put it. He had a drinking problem and he hit rock bottom. He apologizes every single day for the way he used to treat me. And he's gone above and beyond to try and make up for everything, including therapy and cutting out alcohol. Obviously doesn't justify anything he did in the past, but I feel safe and at home with him now. I appreciate your concern. I mean that sincerely. And someone asked a question about whether Tom knew about Opie's name not being on the invite. And Opie says, unfortunately was aware. He tried to cover it up by saying the company messed up the invites. He ended up adding my name to the RSVP website. But when Mitch and Ashley asked if it was really a mistake, Alexis laughed and said she did it on purpose. Opie adds extra info and says my boyfriend's dad is not in the picture. But his mum and Alexis recently had a disagreement that got pretty ugly and they're no longer on speaking terms. I talked to my boyfriend's mum today about possibly not going and she said she completely understands. She does not want to go either but feels she will regret missing her son's wedding if she doesn't. So she is going and just spending the least amount of time around Alexis as possible. It's hard because my boyfriend is a groomsman. I feel like I should have mentioned this before also. So he would need to be involved with the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner and the bachelor party a couple of days before the wedding. And then obviously the wedding itself. So really at least three full days he has to be thoroughly involved. Yeah. I'm realizing there are a ton of other important details that I should have brought up originally. We tried to tell his brother we felt she was abusive and manipulative before. Long story short, my boyfriend's brother is a recovering heroin addict. He has been clean for three years and when he first got clean, he started putting all of his energy into working out, going to the gym, eating healthy, etc. After about a year and a half of him going to the gym every single day, she told him she wasn't comfortable with him going to the gym anymore because there are girls at the gym. It's very sad because now all his energy is put into drinking alcohol. Every single day after work and all day on weekends. 
He might not be doing heroin anymore, but now he's a functioning alcoholic. Yet, she has always been an addict alongside him. Except for her, it was meth instead of heroin. And then she got pregnant with her first son and got clean. But now she drinks just as much as him and is highly addicted to Adderall. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, there have been a few conversations with his brother from multiple family members. And his brother ends up just freaking out and causing a scene. He believes his fiance does no wrong. He had me very early on in this story that you wouldn't be the asshole in not attending the wedding. You know, that she says that you were lying about being pregnant after having a miscarriage and still to this day swears that you lied about being pregnant. That's not someone that you need to be around. That's an awful person. But we're going to cover a couple of comments before we move on to them updates. Kronkler sort of says, an invitation is not a summons. Not the asshole for not going. They are seriously demanding 10 days. Go push a rope. <laughs> Never heard that one before. And quotes, she still to this day swears I lied about being pregnant. And when I asked her why she believes that, she said, I have a master's degree in psychology and I can tell when people are lying. Plus, Alexis told him she purposely did not put my name on the invitation because she doesn't like me and she thought it would be funny. And then says, I would never willingly be in a room with this person if I were you. Send a nice card and wish the happy couple luck. Then you and your boyfriend do your own trip. Even if you were to send them a good luck card, I wouldn't include her name on it because she's an asshole. Opposite guy says not the asshole. A master's degree in psych does not make you a human lie detector. What a total asshole she sounds. It wasn't funny to deliberately exclude you from the invite, so I totally support your decision not to go. She does not want to welcome you, so why would you attend? Go away with your SO and have a lovely time. Youth says, well, you aren't invited to the wretched wedding, so you don't have to go to the wedding and spend all that money to attend the 10 days of events. Oh my God, celebrate somebody that doesn't even want you there. I think you and your boyfriend should go to Italy. It's really wonderful. You will have a great time. Just don't go to the wedding or even be in whatever city the wedding is in when the thing happens. Not the asshole. I'd say go to Italy and just not go to the wedding. But if this is going to be a whole big family multi-day get-together thing with lots of family dinners and outings and photos and you'd be on the periphery for the whole thing, not just for a few hours, well, F that. And I would hope your boyfriend of all these years would stand with you. And one more comment from Pool 1802 who says, I don't like the 10-day thing. That's a lot to ask of working people with limited vacation time. Feels self-centered to expect it. In your boyfriend's shoes, I tell the groom that y'all heard through the grapevine you were omitted on purpose because of how Alexis feels about you. And if you're not fully welcomed at the wedding, you'll both respect that. You'll come for part of the trip to be with the family and then leave to do your own thing elsewhere in Europe. Then I'd write to the whole family. Unfortunately, we're not both welcome at the wedding. We got a hint of this when name was let off the wedding invitation. And then the reasons for that got back to us. We respect that decision and are going to make the best of it. We'll come for part of the trip to be together with a family and then we'll take off and do some traveling on our own. We won't have any hard feelings about this. We look forward to seeing you all and being part of this in the way we feel comfortable. This approach does not throw Mitch and Ashley under the bus. I'd give them a heads up first. This would rock the boat a little, but at least you don't have to be fake. Plus, you don't have to give up 10 days for a couple who doesn't deserve so much from you. Also, after you drop that bomb, there'd be some fallout. That will give you the chance to use the word triangulation in a sentence with Ashley. That's a word any psych major should recognize and feel ashamed of. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I've never heard of triangulation before. Apologies about that. So I had a quick look at it and it from psychcentral.com. It says, what is triangulation? Triangulation is when a toxic or manipulative person, often a person with strong narcissistic traits, brings a third person into their relationship in order to remain in control. There will be limited or no communication between the two triangulated individuals except through the manipulator. It may appear in different forms, but all are about divide and conquer, or playing people against each other. But then OP updates the post and they say, okay, so I don't use Reddit very often, so I'm not sure the best way to update this. Like if I should comment or, or just keep it at editing the post. Lol. But I've decided to leave it up to my boyfriend like some of you suggested. He said if I don't go to Italy, he is definitely not going without me. And that's okay with him. But then when we started talking about how we're going to tell his brother, I noticed how anxious he got and I felt horrible. So then I suggested he sit down and talk to his brother about us going to Italy, but only going to the rehearsal and the wedding and us taking the rest of our vacation separately from them and obviously explain to his brother why we don't feel comfortable doing more with them. And we agreed that was a good plan. But my boyfriend said if his brother reacts poorly in any way during their conversation, we will not go to Italy at all and would go to Costa Rica instead. I know this is kind of a crappy update, so I can give another one after they talk, but I have no clue when that will be. Also, I just wanted to thank everyone for your suggestions and taking the time to write out so many thoughtful and helpful responses. It's really so relieving to feel heard and understood. But in addition to that, thank you so, so, so much for all the condolences. I don't talk about my miscarriage very often, or really at all unless I'm talking about what Alexis accused me of. I can't really remember the last time someone has gone out their way to comfort me about it. And then to have so many of you who don't even know me take the time to say such loving and kind words. You just have no idea how much that means to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Update two. I don't know why it wouldn't let me update the actual post. I'm really sorry to keep everyone waiting. Honestly, I wasn't planning on updating everyone because the post blew up so much on TikTok and I got scared they would get back to Alexis. But then I realized... Why would I care if it did? Lol. So, the Saturday we planned to talk. It was my boyfriend's nephew's, Alex's son's, birthday party. It was at a bowling alley. As soon as we got there, Alexis immediately came up to me and was overly nice. Like nicer than I've ever seen her been to anyone. She kept saying, I'm so glad you came. And kept asking me to be on her bowling team. And even tried to dance with me at one point. I was so stunned. Super awkward and tried very hard not to feed into it. My boyfriend realized what was happening and he reminded me that Alexis was just sucking up to everyone because now that her and my boyfriend's mum no longer like each other, Alexis is trying to get everyone on their side and turn them against my boyfriend's mum. It sounds extreme, but later on, I realized how right he was. So when the party ended, we stayed behind to talk to Alexis and Tom. 
Alexis apologized purposely, leaving my name off the invitation. She said that she doesn't trust me and has a hard time moving on from our past. I asked her if she could be more specific and she said she can't get over me lying. I immediately got upset. She was very drunk and rambling, trying to save the conversation, mostly not making any sense. I told her I cannot be cool with someone who invalidates my trauma and refuses to admit when they are wrong. I told her I can't support her in this issue she has with my boyfriend's mum, mainly because I don't agree with her whatsoever and she was completely out of line, also because of how she has treated me over the years. She started saying horrible things about my boyfriend's mum and how she feels like everyone is ganging up on her and she has no one left and all she cares about right now is making sure people will still go to the wedding. In this moment, I was angry and I told her I wasn't going to go to the wedding and it was up to my boyfriend if he wanted to go or not. Tom immediately jumped in and tried to mediate the situation, saying drinking shouldn't be involved in this conversation. Like no shit. And she agreed with Tom to have a real sober talk another time. But we have seen them twice since then and she has been drunk both times. At this point, I am not interested in talking things out with her and I'm not going to put in any effort to do it again. My boyfriend's mum convinced me go to Italy in the wedding and my boyfriend and I will spend the majority of time with her and keep our distance from Tom and Alexis. We'll do our own thing and stay on our own. I'm going to remain civil at the wedding but I refuse to spend any time with her other than that. I'm so thankful to have my boyfriend and the rest of his family be so supportive of me in this and my boyfriend's other brother Mitch and his girlfriend Ashley feel the same way about Alexis and are going to keep their distance as well and spend as much time as they can with us. Sorry this wasn't the most interesting update. Thank you everyone for all the great advice and for being here with me. And I'm not sure how I feel at the end of that one to be quite honest. I think it's going to be an ongoing one if I'm not mistaken. But I think at some point after going all through that from the very very beginning. When she's accusing you of lying about having a miscarriage. Dismissing the trauma you're going through. It's disgusting. I think that should have been enough to just completely cut that person out of your life. And she's continued to be toxic and just fucking awful all the way through. There has to be a point where, and like I always say, I know it's extremely easy. I'm sat behind a microphone here reading a story. I don't know the intricacies of your life, but there must be a point. You, you look at this person, you think, do I want this person to be a part of my life? family or not do i want this person to be a part of my life what are they bringing to the table what are most of these people bringing to the table in this situation what are they adding to your life there feels like no support there very little love and they're asking you to do insane things like spend 10 days with them when they fucking say they don't like you screw that shit i'm incredibly sorry that you're going through that and I hope that you do take a look at this person and realize that you don't need them and your life would probably be a lot happier without having to worry about their bullshit drama. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from drypen8084 and says, am I the asshole for kicking out our youngest child at 19 so we can sell the house and downsize for our early retirement? My wife and I have three children, 25 female, 22 male, 19 male. We are 45. We've both always had the plan to work hard while we're younger and retire early. Thankfully, we've gotten lucky in life and we're now in a position to do that with our savings. The oldest two kids have moved out now and it's just the youngest who still lives at home. 
We have a four bedroom that's in a more rural area, which is a big empty house for just us and our son. The plan is to downsize, sell the house and move to some place in the city. We hope to travel a lot, so we don't need a huge place. We've decided to sell the house in a few months. Our son isn't happy about that, even less so when he couldn't convince us to take him in with us. He says it's unfair that his siblings got to live at home until after college and he has to leave now. We offered to pay first, last and security on any place he finds, but he thinks a few months notice wasn't enough to give him time to move and look for a job. I reminded him that he was lucky to have a good childhood with plenty of luxury and that even paying to get him settled is a kindness. He accused us of prioritizing our retirement over his well-being and said that we're lucky to be able to retire at all. He took it even further and got his siblings involved. They supported him to my surprise. They think we should either be fair and wait another couple of years or take him with us. When we didn't back down, our daughter said he could fly over to her house to stay there, despite sharing a one bedroom with her partner and our granddaughter. I think it's insane they expect us to put our lives on hold for years just to allow him to live with us. But none of the kids have been talking to us much, so I guess they're united against us. Our older son even said that when he gets a place of his own, he lives with roommates right now, that we won't be welcome to stay there when we visit. Now, I'm expecting to take a little flack on this comment that I'm going to make because, you know, generally when we cover stories like this, when we get to 19, suddenly they magically become an adult and, you know, they, they make the right decisions in life somehow. <laughs> I remember myself at 19, I still didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. I had a job, but it wasn't the greatest job. I think I was sticking security tags on clothing still. <laughs> but I still didn't have my shit together. I had no clue how I was going to navigate life. Which is likely a me problem. But I imagine lots of people go through the same thing as well. And whilst I can understand that you're probably excited for early retirement and stuff. And that you saved up and you've been responsible and all this kind of thing. I think we really need to recognize that in many areas. And I'm going to say many areas because someone is always going to call me out and say no not my area. Employment is really difficult to get. Housing is somewhat impossible. And the general cost of living is just dramatically increased. And wages don't keep up with it either. The pandemic fucked things up even further. And the way that I look at the world at the moment is just still unstable. And you're talking about kicking out your son and him finding his way. But it's not just about that as well. There's so many other things that you need to consider when living alone. You know, like managing your personal finances and getting that job to begin with. Working out how to deal with the bills and, and dealing with the job market as well. Which it could be for the first time for him. I don't know the full ins and outs of that. Does he have these life skills or is he just being thrown out? You know, you fucking go and work it out yourself. And I'm super glad to see his siblings are uh, taking a stance on this at the same time. But Curious Attempt says, listen, if you're looking for validation, there will certainly be people on the sub who tell you that you're in the right. As a 19 year old, as an adult, and that you have no obligation to him once he is the past of age of 18. I'm here to tell you they are absolutely wrong and you are most certainly raging assholes. Nothing in your post indicates any kind of urgency. A 19 year old may legally be an adult and you may legally be in the clear with respect to any obligation to house him. But a 19-year-old is still very young. He also had a reasonable expectation that you would house him as you did his siblings and give him the same opportunity to get himself settled and established as an adult that your older children had. Instead, you're thrown into the walls of inflation, an unforgiving housing market and a difficult employment market for young people, and expecting him to be grateful for that. I'm heartened to see your older kids at least are standing by their younger brother. 
somehow you've raised them with values better than your own. Of that, at least, you should be proud. You're the asshole. Irrevocably, and Olive says, you're the asshole. From your other comments, I see that the other older two siblings moved out at 22. What's any different about this kid? Why can't he stay longer? In this economy, a 19-year-old who is working part-time and going to school cannot afford to live on his own, even if you do pay. First, last, and security. Cracktop says you're the arsehole. Generational wealth is one of the biggest contributing factors, especially in today's age for successive children. Unless you have an alternative for him, you're putting him at a huge disadvantage. By doing this, you're not just hurting him emotionally, you're fucking up at least the next decade of his finances. Just because your kids are 18 doesn't mean that you're done being a parent. You chose to have kids and all the responsibility that comes along with that. You are free to retire early, but is your early retirement worth fucking up your child's entire financial future? And I'm really hoping that we do see an update to this one in the future about what their decisions they've made. And hopefully they make ones that the benefit of, of their child because I can see them losing a lot of relationships if they carry on going down this path. I mean, look what's going on already. But what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.